bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout Tips premium podcast network and everywhere else you get podcasts a month later i'm your host rod joined today by a brand new first time uh movie reviewer with me it's my man joe from the nerds with accents podcast what's going on man i'm great man ready to talk the black phone yeah the black phone surprisingly not a movie about a phone in an african-american house i was a little i just thought it was gonna be somebody saying stop playing on my phone but nah that's not what it was um (laughs) so so we do real simple reviews here we just talk about what we like what we didn't like we score it from zero to five um because i didn't go to a theater to see this i don't have any uh trailers to discuss um uh also because it was it was on uh uh paramount plus or whatever uh, i don't know peacock plus peacock. Uh, you know um which is how i got this um i believe it came out originally in maybe a schedule to come out in 2021 uh it's getting great reviews great feedback um let me ask you some questions though before we get into the review joe just so people can get to know you uh number one are you a a, a horror movie guy honestly not really mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really more of the you know the nerdery but i i'm done for a thriller though yeah anything suspenseful like that i rock with it okay yeah i'm not really a horror movie person either because i feel like a lot of times they don't have to make sense you know um and then the second thing i was going to ask is we don't have previews to necessarily talk about are there upcoming movies that you're jazzed about you're excited about well i guess it's upcoming for me Mm -hmm. um but i want to see bullet train i know Mm y'all talked about that for sure and i got to see Idris elba punch a fucking lion yeah (laughs) So, (laughs) so beast for sure yeah 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 it's on my list man those like uh that looked so crazy in the theater in the trailer when they added the stinger after because like once they did the newest version of the trailer they add the stinger after they do the title that's like beast and it's just him punching the line i'm like oh you got me like i wasn't gonna see it like even all this adorable blackness didn't get me but punching a line in the face uh, i think you i think you got a movie now you know the first time i saw that trailer i said this is ridiculous i'm going to see it and then when he punched the lion i had feelings in that chair that i shouldn't have yeah oh i love it um all right let's get into this movie um the plot synopsis is finney blake is a shy but clever 13 year old boy who was abducted by a sadistic killer and trapped in a soundproof basement where screaming is of no use when a disconnected phone on the wall begins to ring finney discovers that he can hear the voices of the killer's previous victims and they are dead set on making sure that what happened to them doesn't happen to finney 
uh the movie stars mason thames as finney uh madeline mcgraw as gwen ethan harker Haw- ethan hawk as the grabber uh jeremy davis as terrence and uh e roger mitchell as detective right um very actually low-key a pretty small cast um so let's talk about what we liked uh you pick a thing i'll pick a thing till we run out um give me a thing that you liked about this joe the first thing that i love was seeing the white ghetto you know what mm. i mean like those those children right mm-hmm fucking thugs you know what i mean just <laughs> the fuck the fuggiest of white children every day was fucking beef in the street <laughs> nobody was nobody was concerned i'm like what the fuck, what the fuck yeah is this, this shit took, took place in like the 1970s trailer park type type <laughs> environments like these white people was down bad and i this is one of those films that i got all the way to the end and never cared that there wasn't a lot of diversity i was like this is fine this is this is some white people shit <laughs> and, you, and you could tell that they knew that because they were like you know what Let, let's make the cop black yeah yeah them in 1972 okay yeah. he's gonna lead the, the fucking investigation all right yeah because let's be you know how uh, a lot of these uh killers are and stuff they they have a type and it wasn't us uh, that black the black kids were safe um in this community um a thing that i actually uh that i i I liked uh about it was uh the actual runtime man like uh i want to say it was like an hour 40 minutes or whatever and you know obviously about 10 minutes that's probably credit so you're really getting about an hour and a half movie this shit kind of flew by for me i was like uh like uh while it's still a horror movie and there's elements about that that i'll get to on the other side but yeah it was it, i was i was very much like oh okay cool man oh well, the plot's over boom thanks um what else did you like um well i agree for sure the runtime was great is refreshing as opposed to all the two hours and 20 minutes two and a half so it was great for me yeah um beyond that what i would say was that i liked i liked finn you know, I liked Finn, right? I liked how smart, how smart he was. You know, even though he was in like a terrible situation and he was a child, mm-hmm. they established early on through, you know, little things, his little experiments, shooting off the rockets, mm-hmm. you know, the way he kind of tried to take care of his dad, little things like to show that he was a little bit more mature, a mm-hmm. little bit more thoughtful. And I loved how they set that up and how they paid it off throughout the movie. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, and a thing i'll add to that is you kind of brought up the fact that it was like a savage childhood like the thing but also just the way they had like the savagery of childhood like at least back then and i mean to some extent when i was growing up i still remember a lot of that stuff like my neighborhood was a neighborhood you you had to fight you were gonna fight somebody at some point in time you go through our whole neighborhood without fighting you a girl or you just never you mustn't just got driven to school and driven straight back home and never talked to nobody because it was just a matter of time and like this movie really kind of is a throwback like um because you know not just the time period but that stuff with like the father and the belt this before woke parenting and yeah and all that stuff (laughs) like like they dad was like an alcoholic abusive dude that was also would a low-key been a normal parent back then like like, like that's such a good point because like when he was beating the shit out i think it was gwen right mm-hmm. when he was beating up gwen i'm just like i get it is the 1970s but he was bro like dude he they went the there 
they went there dog i said oh we throwing whoopings with white people we they never do that on tv and movies they always do like a go to your room you know and the, right uh the kid is always like you know super super like outspoken and shit and then there's no consequences no it was consequences up in this joint and then the fights with the kids the savagery and, uh, and the brutality like even the cool kid that was like co- clearly inspired by like danielson or some shit this right <laughs> this, this little motherfucker beat the shit out of the bully but he beat him like an extra like 10 punches and i mean 10 y'all when you watch this movie it was they he hit this dude like a good 45 <laughs> extra seconds after he beat him and later was like they gotta see blood you know for the crowd and i was like (laughs) this shit is so savage right now nobody's safe from just regular childhood that's before you get to the motherfucking serial killer dude so yeah you 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 so right because i remember i'm watching in the theater I'm like, okay this is a cool kid you know what i'm saying you hear the white kid call him a beaner i'm like all right he's a mexican kid in 1970s denver he don't get that shit right right but when he beat it on, like, all right, two or three more punches, I get it. You know, you're tough. Yeah. And like you said, seven later after the three, I'm like, wait, that's, what? That shit crossed over into like, is this a felony? <laughs> are, are we witnessing a crime? Like, someone should do something. Is he kidnapping the kids? Like, yeah, trying to tell me something. Exactly. Maybe the kids deserve to be kidnapped around this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, give, like, yeah. give me something else if you got uh, more positives. <laughs> Oh, okay, hold up. What I would say is Gwen, right? Mm. I thought Gwen was great. You know, maybe it was just simplistic of me, you know, having, like, the badass girl character. But I just liked that it was different. And Finn wasn't, like, this amazing protagonist. He had Mm -hmm. things to overcome. But she was one who was really kind of holding the family together. You know, she's getting abused, but she's still Mm -hmm. looking out for her brother. She kind of felt like the older sister as opposed to the younger sibling. So I I love how they kind of played with that. I really liked her character. Gwen, yeah, Gwen was such a fun character. I'm sure she was great to write. Um, she's almost the protagonist of this movie, except for the fact that, like, obviously she's not the one that gets abducted. So, right. um, and whatever this guy was into, he was not into abducting girls. So, um, yeah, right. like she, but yeah, she played, she wasn't an also ran. She wasn't a, uh, she was the opposite of the one in the fridge like if anything uh she was trying to get uh get this little motherfucker out of the fridge so yeah i I totally dug her character um um another thing i would add to um man they did a good job of making it a period piece like that shit felt like it felt like that's when it happened like down to and i and it was really smart to do that because it made sense that like this grabber this guy that's getting these kids that shit that was some shit that like can only happen back then so like if you do this shit too current to now it becomes like they wouldn't have just chased this trace the cell phone nobody had a ring camera uh you know the police didn't have better resources like this was just some like yeah in the 70s every cut community just about had some type of don't go down the candelated path you know type of shit <laughs> right. and, and these white people was going through it man like them little posters of the kids missing and and then in, in true typical that era fashion your parents still expect you to go to school the next day you know right and all the kids was like oh yeah they just basically just assume they're dead they're like oh yeah he was he was a nice kid yeah you know? so like watch out true. for the grabber the savagery like shit, <laughs> like we definitely had like some similar vibes in charlotte uh when i was a kid where it's just like don't do that 
um so yeah it was yeah definitely felt like and then of course you know your cars your clothing the way the kids acted the hairstyles um Mm -hmm. the one kid that like beats up somebody in the in the in the like local 7-eleven or whatever and then he's like playing an arcade game he's wearing like a jean jacket cut off like vest <laughs> like it was just i was like this shit is so like this time period so yeah they they killed that shit uh anything else for positives uh what i would say just to add to yours and the way they shot it too it didn't mm-hmm. it looked like you could tell obviously we know it's new but the way they shot it really kind of really sucked you in and took you back to that mm-hmm. time too yeah um uh so uh i'll add some more a couple more things um it was also uh finney as a as a protagonist was also like an interesting uh, kid because he had like this sense of justice and right and wrong he clearly was being bullied um and it didn't really hit me to the end of the movie but it's like his sister had these like dream precog type powers right and the whole fucking movie i was like why can he hear that phone ringing and i was like oh he got something from his mom too because i because like right like the whole movie, i was like these kids can't be on this phone they gotta be dead like what the fuck is this guy doing you know what i mean like ethan hawk character ain't seem like the type to be like letting the kids go to other places and make calls to each other so you know right like and that's the thing that was freaking me out too right and i'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that ties like my next like because i liked how they use that to keep the siblings connected yes like, through line throughout that is the connection of the siblings especially like if you see in the beginning right mm-hmm. when he getting jumped by the three thugs right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying the alabaster assailants right yeah. so they fucking attacking him right <laughs> yeah and she jumps in to help them mm-hmm. but she gets taken out and if you pay attention he didn't stick up for himself right but at the end of the movie he stuck he up for stuck himself, up for himself. To, so she was helping him too on her end yeah and then together they're able to overcome and he gets freed yeah so to me i love the the connection in the literal sense like the more like i guess metaphysical mm-hmm. whatever you call that sense it's definitely I, some, I really like that it was some horror movie shit you know what i'm saying definitely like some it is vibes more than than like some type of sci-fi where they feel like we need an explanation right. so but right yeah when he fucking kills the guy um and like he has this plan and it's all this stuff he's adapted from the other kids that have died and it's once him and his sister establish that connection where she like literally almost finds the house he's in um there's that moment where like you kind of at least for me i thought oh they're gonna come save him before it's time and i was like oh because his sister was the real hero and it's like oh no he's a hero my bad finn i was sleeping on you bro you like that extra like uh phone cord you know thing and then yes. handing this nigga the phone <laughs> like i said oh, that was oh like finn <laughs> control yourself i, I mean jeez <laughs> he learned he learned all the lessons dog from that violence he was seeing in this community um anything else for for likes well i mean i guess i'll jump on the last thing you said in in, in a different sense I love the whole ending scene, right? And yes. There's, there's a part of it that I didn't like, but I like <laughs> the ending scene because, like you said, mm-hmm. it just they've been piecemealing you the whole movie for that end scene where he basically incorporates what was it? The the carpet digging mm-hmm. the hole, the mm-hmm. back of the fridge, um, obviously the phone with the, with the dirt packed in, and all of that stuff. So I like how they put that whole end sequence together because you know, <clears throat> good old good old American violence, right? The best mm-hmm. thing ever. 
so i really enjoyed yeah. that end scene the way they put it together and i want to say this thing that sounds terrible but i mean it just in the element of the movie yeah. i really like the portrayal of the dad because like <clears throat> that nigga was scary he was scarier than the dude with the phone on some levels uh <laughs> like i can see that i can see that this, like when they were just like being kids and one of them was like eating cereal and the other one like was about to make a sandwich and this motherfucker was sounding like he made it sound like they went in there and slammed some some pottery around you know <laughs> and i was like i'm scared of this dude like what's he gonna do and there's a point where and i'm sure it's on purpose where ethan hawk's character the grabber goes upstairs takes off his shirt and is holding a belt standing yes. in front of the door and i was like oh mm-hmm. like his dad was holding that belt i would have right. went back downstairs too like i don't even blame him that night i would have went back downstairs like all right all right we well I, i've got to find another way out of here uh so yeah i really thought um the dad and then like the complexity at the end where he hits them with the like your mom could hear these voices and mm-hmm. one day the voices told her to kill herself and so that's right. why he been like beating them and and obviously why he's a bitter piece of shit and also because you know there was no such thing as therapy in the 70s so right right (laughs) just like you said like he he was terrifying like even in the beginning of the movie you know you're trying to figure it out when you have two minutes of information i'm like oh well will it will it be their dad i thought it was gonna be their dad like you said i think they were trying to make us afraid of him right just Mm -hmm. like you said and it worked so no i i I like that but i did also like uh at the end like mm. that redemptive moment where mm. he embraces their quote-unquote powers or whatever it is yeah and him crying in front of them like to me that was really powerful that was and it's so crazy because like obviously by today's standards right we'd be like man fuck this guy man you abuse right. your kids but like in the 70s a dad crying in front of his kids and being like i'm sorry i was wrong is like some shit that just like the planet cracks open every time <laughs> it's like what <laughs> it's grown ass people right now I ain't never seen their daddy cry man that man cried right. in the 70s in front of his kids yeah right he, on the whole tone yeah because you know I mean? <laughs> he was he was like look go to sleep use them powers to get your brother back okay you take a nap what you need some nyquil like we gotta get this boy back he was it was different when they came for his kids boy yeah um was there anything else for positives and then we'll get into some negatives I'm trying to think okay, about the last anything thing else go ahead go ahead okay uh, uh my bad the last thing for positives i could say um is max the first time we meet max mm, the grabber's yeah. brother his little <laughs> coked out with a court board like well we know the killer lives on this block because he snatched up these kids on fifth street and seventh street and then <laughs> yeah yo and low-key max was right he was right low-key max was right now how he didn't know his brother was a whole ass weirdo i don't know right. but <clears throat> low-key this like when he that that's what i was gonna say for my last positive the film is actually kind of funny very for a movie that deals with like child abduction and abuse you would think <laughs> like you i mean i wouldn't blame you for being like uh, and it's a horror movie so you i don't blame anybody it's like oh yeah i don't even know if i want to see it yo it was several low-key like hilarious moments bullies getting beat up is <coughs> always good um max the coked up brother <laughs> was hilarious um <laughs> that was just moments that i dug and gwen too gwen when she's talking to god she's like what yes the fuck jesus yes <laughs> yes 
like that were those those moments were so good and i mean i was legit like okay yo this is i'm in this y'all got me cracking up and that's between harrowing suspense um and you know uh another thing i'll say is for a positive too is it's actually not that gory um which you would think it would be very gory because of the subject matter but you see like uh some dead bodies type stuff like some spirituals like i'm seeing a ghost that was mutilated or something um but you don't really see a lot of stuff that happens with the killer doing stuff to people it's a, it's more psychological right. than uh you know uh a lot of these movies that are very like you know i'm gonna show you the inside of a rib cage or some shit and you're like oh god I, i'm you know i'm gonna throw up like it wasn't like that right. um right I, all right you remind me of one last thing mm-hmm. um i like the jump scares usually when you watch horror movies they're jump scaring you just to scare you and it yeah. serves zero purpose i liked how here in this movie all the jump scares was to like illustrate something like for instance when the sister was trying to figure out which house the brother is in mm-hmm. you saw a jump scare of all she saw like all of the dead kids in front of her that make her made her fall off a bike and she realized oh wait this is the house or the house that she believed yes he was in so that's what it's like i like that because otherwise just like you said sometimes horror movies are just trying to scare you but the plot and how everything is structured doesn't really make sense mm-hmm. i like how every time they did that it really showed you it it helped you learn what you're watching yes yeah absolutely there's a layer in this movie of like you need to accept that you're watching a horror movie accept that it's some supernatural shit at play that you don't understand uh or not even that you don't understand that they're not going to take the time out to explain too much and then once you take that leap i feel like it's very enjoyable um all right let's talk about some things we didn't like uh was there any give me something you didn't like if there was anything so i'm gonna sound like a flip-flopping ass bitch but i like like i said i like the redemptive moment for the pops right but i think early in the movie i think his portrayal or the acting to me was a little Mm. on the nose mm. right mm. it felt a little like i don't want to say stereotypy but you know what i meant it, yeah. it felt too on the nose okay. but overall it was okay but at moments i was just like yeah i felt like so like that's the thing i like this movie a lot and it, it is gonna sound flip-flop because i just think some of the critiques are couched in some of the good things too right and so <clears throat> at times i felt like and this just happens they used a lot of kid actors and sometimes i feel like the acting left something to be desired for certain characters and also because the dialogue the way it was written it didn't really feel like it didn't really feel like real kids at times like the beatings and stuff felt more real like when they beat each other up and shit but like there's a time where gwen is like talking to the cops like she's fucking scarface in the principal's office and i'm like now that now see how does that make sense and to the point that when she got uh beaten later i assumed the beating was like i heard you was cussing at the cops in front of the principal like and i and not that i'm oh not that it's okay to beat your kids or whatever I, I don't have kids don't blame me but um it was but like when he told her what he was beating her for it was like he just beat her because the cops came by his job i was like <laughs> what what like 
like you had a valid reason if that's what you're into but like she was in that motherfucker like fuck y'all y'all ain't gonna tell me what to do i was like okay yeah this i don't know that any kid is talking to the cops like this unless they about to go to scare straight so uh (laughs) she was talking to the fucking cops like she was marlo from the wire she's like just because you can't do your fucking jobs i was like what you are a 12 year old girl you will get your taste knocked out your mouth right um (laughs) any other uh (laughs) negatives um okay we kind of addressed it but I, I want to see what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like the spooky kid powers to me, they were very cool. But yeah, at moments it was just like we have to, like you said, you referenced, we have to accept that this makes sense. Yes, yes, I, yeah. There's a buy-in because there's no explanation really, <clears throat> other than their mom may have had powers, you know, right. or she may have just been batshit crazy. We don't, we actually don't know. It was just right. like the dad was like, "Your mom listened to voices and told her to kill themselves." I'm like. Right. I don't, that don't seem to be the voices the kids have, but all right, <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> like Finny voices was telling him how to live. Her voices were really? trying to help her save people. So I don't even think it was the same, but okay. You know, so, right. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Another thing I would add, um, and this is kind of a bigger one for me. I think they could have taken an extra 10 minutes to give us a little more about the grabber, you know, like, Yes. why was he not caught what was his like how like they cover like as and I, who knows if it's true but they're like he says he's a magician at one point he has the van right. um there doesn't even really seem to be any time taken to show like how suspicious the town would be because it just feels like a, any any town that had this many kids go missing would right clearly be suspicious of everybody it's like oh this dude ain't got no kids what's he what's his deal oh he lives across the street you know what's what's his deal it it was just like the town seems so chill Uh, (laughs) and this dude and and like this dude didn't really even have a cover story and uh they go to his house and it's like his brother's there they don't even they're not really even that suspicious of the brother they're like basically just like don't call us you you annoying and that was the end of it so um you know, it just felt like the police would have been doing more investigation or something. They, I wish they had shown us maybe more police investigation and then that dude being cleared, even though he clearly right. was the guy and then coming back later, like, Oh, we missed the signs or something. But, uh, you know, especially in a movie where we see Ethan Hawke's face at some point. So it's not even like a, he's wearing a mask cause everybody would know who he is. It seems very right. weird to not cover m- more of like what that killer was up to and shit yeah you're absolutely right i really thought what they were gonna do was exactly what you said they would all think oh maybe it's max you know he's in there he's deranged he's doing cocaine they just let go apparently in the 70s you could just do lines of cocaine in front of the police <laughs> you know apparently you know yeah. i was born in 1990 i don't know you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> but, it must be white people shit <laughs> right the rules is different but yeah i really thought they were gonna say oh maybe it's max for a minute and I think that would have made it a little bit more believable. So yeah. I'm definitely with you on that. Yeah. Uh, anything else for negatives for you? I guess what I would say is uh, I feel like like they, they showed Max to be, like I guess, quote-unquote stupid or maybe just drugged up. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the grabber, he wasn't very smart, right? Because we talked about or, – or at least they didn't – I don't think it was realistic enough in terms of how did – 
fucking what his name is Finny basically do his little home alone PG thirteen R rated edition. Yeah, and he had no clue that the ground was dug up. The yeah, wall, the wall is torn down. The, the window looks different. Like you kidnap like five or six kids, I think. Like yeah, you know what I mean. To me, that was a little. That was a little. This is the seventh me. kidnapping in a very short period of time. It seemed. Um, and seem to be kids that everyone knew in the com- same community um i will say like i they didn't have the technology for like surveillance so i guess this nigga really was kidnapping on vibes he was like going upstairs and just chilling like i was like, right i was like bro bro this this little kid down here plotting he about to get free like i you know and the ghost of the other kids were telling him things that clearly they were trying to get free too so like this dude was really just uh, he was sloppy as fuck i guess you know it was it was real easy to kill back then the only thing he was doing was if you call them stairs i'm gonna beat the shit out of you but aside from that <laughs> you just in your little prison you could do whatever the fuck you want apparently yeah and i would have loved just this is why i go back to i wanted to see more about the killer and maybe they didn't do it because they couldn't think of anything good which is fine or and from a kid's yeah. perspective maybe you don't need it but for my perspective as an adult in 2022 i did want to know like how the fuck are him and his brother cool because his brother was like the main detective you know on the case in his mind and this, and this nigga was just like chilling in his kitchen with no shirt on holding a belt wearing a mask and the brother and him never like had an interaction like was the brother not in the house like I, it just there's a lock on the front door so uh you know i or, or i guess maybe that's the house across the street but his brother ain't never looked to see like is this nigga crossing the street or going to work like right it just felt like i needed to yeah. know how he wasn't caught by right <laughs> the motherfucking adults who were losing children looking for him we don't even really see any parents looking for their kids like that like we see like posters that are put up but like right just recently there's a guy in charlotte that went to the park and i think his family knew he had some mental health issues and so they had literally people canvas uh our McAlpine park or whatever in the middle of the day like just maybe like a week ago and that and this is with cell phone technology and all this other stuff they knew his car is out there out of blah 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 right right in the 70s and shit nigga you just got some flashlights and some and some neighbors and you went out and looked for your motherfucking kid this shit just felt like they had two cops it was like hey man our kid's missing all right cool man we'll get into it peace and, and that was it like like this is an indictment on the whole fucking town you're right you're right because <laughs> clearly all appearance was terrible negligent yeah. parents you know what I'm saying? like you said there was a curly q here ass white boy that was beating the shit out of the kids everybody was cool with it till the yeah. police showed up they didn't look for the kids even when when finney escaped the first time yes right? and the guy grabbed them you hear a noise outside that sounds like craziness when kids is missing kids is missing and a kid is yelling go, i think i'm gonna go back to bed oh, bro i like i was kind of half expecting like there to be a person that maybe saw it and then he, that dude would have to the grabber would have to like kill that person or something right. and the only person he ends up killing is his own brother uh who he yeah. kills on a just on a fucking whim he's just like oh you, oh, you yeah. dead uh <laughs> like that was that was anyway it was just it was a super yeah it, it got a little loosey-goosey with the you gotta a suspend bit. a lot of disbelief i think um yeah, but sure. that's it for my negatives unless you if you had any more let me know no i i think i think that was it oh no the last thing and it's kind of mm. like uh 
eye roll. Like, yeah. let me know how you feel about it. At the end, when he goes back to school, and he's next to him, and she goes, "Hey, Finny," and he goes, "You could call me Finn now." I bruh, <laughs> bruh, Joe. I thank God you said that because I have forgot to mention it. Like they tried to give us the same vibe from Into the Spider Verse when Miles puts his shoulder on Gwen's shoulder, his hand on Gwen's shoulder, says, "Hey," like I say, "Bro, this whole ordeal you went through, all this trauma, the lesson can't be I'm gonna get hoes now. It can't be seven other kids, six other kids is missing at y'all school that used to fuck with y'all. The town is not grieving. The parent, there's no funerals. The parents." It just like made a blurb on the news and this man walked into school and could finally look the girl he liked in the eyes and honest to god i was i did roll my eyes like that because then it just got the credits i was like that that what (laughs) that's the movie it's a coming of age story (laughs) now that i killed a man (laughs) like this nigga need therapy <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh man, I can't breathe. So Yo, glad you brought what, that up. When I saw that, I was just like, "This is not sending the right, the right message to these kids." <laughs> the white the white boys need our help, bro. Yeah, yeah, this, is, this is not it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was that like I definitely wrote that down. When I watched it like no, I made a mental note like no fucking way. <laughs> I need to check out that girl too because if she, if she goes, if her thought process is, wow, he murdered the man, Duh, uh, you're gonna get this. It's the whole, it's the whole like one minute ending because like he walks into school at the beginning when they show him walking to school, it's like three dudes just like, yeah, I'm gonna beat him up. We gonna beat you up. What, what you running? Where you running? You know that want to fight him, call him the f word. Like total. Like the whole point is he's a bully kid that is not respected and he's struggling in the, the in in the social hierarchy or whatever the ending of the movie cannot be that that was the purpose was that he needed to go through this ordeal to become a man and learn to stand up for himself this dude killed a serial killer <laughs> i don't care if he could talk to girls like it's it's honestly disturbing that that would be the lesson because i'm like what the fuck else did he learn? What where what is he going? Is it gonna be a sequel to this motherfucker? Like, come on now. <laughs> no, that's what I was saying. Cause like like you said, the message is clearly you have to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Right? But just like you said, to attach it to now girls are gonna <laughs> like you because you're a killer. <laughs> like I was right. like, this is wild. This is funny as hell. They they, they did everything except had a father be like, You a man now, boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> like like this was not the yeah. lesson. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big that's a big one too i would have been a big omission to i'm glad you were here um all right man that's it for my my dislikes or you know critiques um let's rate this thing man from zero to five what would you give the black phone i've been i've been thinking about this for days yeah (laughs) okay uh i want to Kika, that last thing is so ridiculous. It's I brought so it up ridiculous. Just it's, <laughs> I, it's like y'all gotta see. It's like if I showed y'all that clip, you would think it's from another movie. If I said, "Listen, I'm just gonna show you this one clip of this movie. It's a minute long. I'm not gonna tell you anything that happened before." 
what do right. you think this movie's about all of us will be like oh it's about a kid coming of age story where he had to like learn to be confident or something you like no right. this little nigga killed a serial killer because he was held in a basement and the killer killed six of his friends and then he came Yo, back they, to school they should have ended the movie straight out of denver yeah motherfucking <laughs> name finney <laughs> yeah that's basically how it yeah it, they should they should have ended that shit with like oh my god some old nuck if you buck or some shit so <laughs> some inappropriate ass just like <laughs> let me buy oh, you man. a drink <laughs> oh man okay all right oh man you killing me man okay what well, i would say i think i'm gonna go at 3.5 yeah yeah that's I think i'm gonna go at 3.5 i really enjoyed it i really did because i'm not a horror person yeah but i really enjoyed the movie we talked about what we, what we liked and mm-hmm. i thought overall it was a really solid film yeah film. but that last five seconds it took me down from like a four to like a 3.5 yeah you're, you're right i would have even not that it wouldn't have been bad but I would have even if they just cut that last five seconds where she speaks to him and he's like, "Call me Finn." Yep. Even then, it would have been a little better ending. But right, ugh. it would have been fine. Yeah, but that whole like, just the fucking way he came in the building. It's you know like the music change and the whole and the, no one was bullying him. Everybody was like, "It's him." Is just walk this way or whatever the fuck song. <laughs> You're the best around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm walking with a businessman. No time to talk. Like it was so, so out of place. Um, so for me, I'm gonna cheat and give it two different ratings. Okay. So if you're a horror movie fan, I would imagine this shit is high, like a four and a half. Like, cause it's a very solid horror flick as far as like. Cause, cause you're a horror fan you already accept the supernatural shit that i don't uh <laughs> you already kind of cool with the killing and shit and you probably think the idea of like the allegory of standing up for yourself and ending on a high like we killed the killer is i mean that's kind of a staple of horror movies most of the time they don't really do somber endings it's normally like yeah we killed jason or whatever the fuck so you probably i'll say probably four four and a half for me as just like a, a regular movie fan for this it felt like about a two and a half like mm-hmm. it's not shitty it's definitely not a shitty movie but it wasn't like great i think the ratings for it had to be people just being excited about a, a horror movie that was good and it's been a while um true. and people went to the theater to see it it made a lot of money so good shout out to them it didn't cost a lot of money so shout out to them but just like right. as a movie there's just several moments where i was just like well this shit don't make no no sense but uh okay right i guess we rolling with and i just felt like that a lot like like (laughs) like the the dreams the fucking phone um the mom the his blurred vision yeah randomly blurred vision i i I, like literally it's so funny that you did that you had your two scores yeah i think i just did that in my mind yeah split the the difference yeah yeah i do that sometimes too just like you said you have to buy into certain parts of it like if you refuse to buy in like i could see someone going even lower oh bro yeah like a two if you couldn't buy if you can't suspend disbelief you're gonna get this movie like a zero because like it's just some unbelievable shit that happened like in this film that's just like 
what nah you know what i'm saying <laughs> like from the second that they introduced that girl can dream is it's like they said we don't gotta explain everything from this point on it just vibes so um but yo this has been super fun man tell everybody where to come find you so they can hear more of your uh reviews and whatnot all right appreciate it y'all know uh vi underscore otaku on twitter that's my personal account you know i talk mostly nerdery some random shit as well and the podcast tnwa pod on twitter and uh the nerds with accents podcast on facebook man so we had a little break right now um so premium people give us a couple of weeks if you're the regular folks you know what i mean first of all go premium i'm premium so go premium so you can hear this now <laughs> yeah if, you, if you're one of the regular folks by the time you hear this we'll be back up absolutely our, our little break so check us out the nerds with accents um and uh yeah man y'all know where to find us y'all listening to it now and if you're listening to this uh in september uh on the free feed leave us a five-star review y'all we like those we love those and we'll read them on the show we'll give you a shout out so we appreciate everybody that 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 checks out our reviews and uh i hope you're getting introduced uh you know new podcast to us and stuff and you go check out the nerds with accent which we've been on the the main show over there too and it's been a lot of fun so joe thanks for coming through man Thanks for having me, Rod. Appreciate it. For the rest of y'all, peace.